hello and welcome to this episode of the Corporate Escapers TV show. I am your host, Christine Innes. I'm super excited to have the beautiful Trish joining me today. And I'm excited about the topic that we're going to be talking about. And I just want to say firstly, thank you for being part of the September issue of the Corporate Escapers magazine. Absolutely delighted. It's awesome. I really love the magazine and I'm looking forward to seeing the issue. Yeah, I had it. I was just saying to you before, like I did the quick last edit, but your photos are just so vibrant. And that's one of the things that obviously, you know, is branding for you, but, you know, really attracts me to you because you really, you know, stand in your power. And that's sort of where we're going to talk about today. But um, do you want to share with everyone just a little bit about yourself, first of all, and then we'll dive deep into this wonderful topic? Awesome. Yes. Well, um Basically, my passion is helping people to get known be seen. It's helping them to make it easy for their clients to find them. And it's helping them to have the confidence and competence their clients when they find them. And all of that is stemmed from my journey as an introvert. And when I say way back in the Jurassic period, a very shy introvert. Jurassic period meaning way, way back when I left high school. So never at that time was it on my radar to be doing what I do now. And that journey has been varied, it's been up and down, it's had some really great successes, some things that have been very challenging. But each one of the steps in that journey has brought me to where I am today, where I believe in myself, I own what I'm doing, and I walk my talk. I have to stand out there and let people know who I am, and that's what I want my people that I work with to do. So I'm a creative business consultant. I'm what you could call a get known, be seen mentor, visibility coach. And I love working with introverts. I'm Australia's leading expert in empowering introverts. That's me. I love it. I like it. I've obviously had been following you for a little bit as well. And we had the, the pleasure of meeting each other in person as well the other weekend. So I was very excited about that. But, you know, one of the things that I really, really admire with what you're doing is what you just said is that you walk your talk, is that what you say you do. So, you know, you're not saying anything different to your clients you're doing exactly the same thing. And so that's where that sort of credibility and, you know, that um, alignment for me really came, you know, to point as well so that I knew that, okay, well, what she's saying online is exactly the same as when I met you in person as well. And when I heard you speak, you know, it was it was all exactly the same. So that is one of the big things for me. Like I want to be able to know the person that you see online is exactly the same as the person that you meet in person as well that's me I'm extremely subtle you've never noticed me <laughs> <laughs> oh I love it I love it so much like I really want to talk about this really powerful topic which is you know you know being that sort of introvert and then obviously you know stepping out of it and I think it's such a really you know empowering thought as well because if you are an introvert, a lot of people think that you can't be in business because you don't want to be seen and you want to hide away. But there is a way that you've sort of been able to sort of overcome that and, you know, really been able to create such a thriving business from it as well. Absolutely. Look, I don't really like labels, introvert, extrovert, they're labels. 
<clears throat> but they don't, they're not limiting labels. Uh, just it's just a matter of how you recover your energy. And an introvert, like me as myself, I'm happy recovering my energy by myself. Happy to have a read a book, just be by myself, get that energy. And that means that too many people for too long it just becomes overpowering, overwhelming, and it just becomes extremely exhausting. An extrovert is the opposite in a way. They like lots of people around them. That's where they get their energy. They bounce their ideas off of people. Uh, when they're by themselves, when they're alone, it's tiring for them. It's draining. So it's really basically knowing where you are on that spectrum. And you can be both as you eventually grow. I believe you can be an introvert and be out there when you need to be, which is what I do. You can be an extrovert and know how to harness and pull that energy in and not be quite so overwhelming when you need to be. It all starts with knowing who you are and owning who you are. And when you do that and you know who you are, you own who you are, you believe in yourself, it's extremely empowering. And from there, you know how to change your energy, tweak it when you need to be, be there in the moment when you have to be, but also know your limits, know when you have to step back, take a deep breath, recharge. That's what it's all about knowing. And it sounds easy, but it's not. <laughs> it takes a while. It, it takes courage. It's what I call 60 seconds of insane courage. It takes the courage to try some things, to really look at yourself and say, well, who am I? Who am I? What's and all? What are my strengths? What are my weaknesses? What can I use here? Where, where do I have to find something to help me there? When you take that opportunity and do that, that's when you start to grow on your journey and that's how you can get from A to B and be everything you want to be. Mm, I love that so much. There's some really key points that you put in there. One of them, obviously, knowing yourself, which I I feel that when you step into business, you learn so much more about yourself as well and sometimes it's on a rapid increase. Um, so, you know, there's a lot of stuff that comes at you because you do need to know where your strengths are. You need to know, like you said, your weaknesses as well. Um, and sort of being able to adapt into that new environment. Was that one of the things that, you know, has helped you also with starting the business, like to get to know, you know, who Trish is more? Absolutely. Uh, it's it's knowing that. And, and I think that the crux of that, the very foundation of that is believing in yourself because that's that mindset that I had uh, for so many years was, I mean, I was extremely shy, not just an introvert, but extremely shy. But probably underlying a lot of that was no belief in myself. I didn't think I had a message. I didn't think anybody would want to hear me if I was going to be speaking. Uh, I didn't think that there was any way I could get up and speak. And to have a business, uh, I had tried having a business many, many, many years ago. Sort of worked, but didn't. And I guess that uncertain step coloured a lot of what I was doing until I got the confidence in myself. And the more confidence I got in myself, the more belief I got in myself, uh, the more I felt like, okay, I can take my courage and try this because I know that if it doesn't work, I can fall back, I can relook at it. Uh, and I learned, I think one of the biggest things I learned along the way was to learn from mistakes, um, to learn that, that something that didn't work wasn't a failure. It was just a lesson. 
And when I looked at that, that was one of the biggest milestones. And I think it's one of the biggest milestones anybody in business can learn because nothing is going to go perfect in your life. I, I can guarantee it. No one. And, and I, I would just challenge anybody to say that they've had a perfect life, that they've had a perfect business startup, that they've had a perfect online course startup. Nothing. Uh, there's always something that challenge or something that doesn't work. Mm. But people that grow and move forward, they're the ones that look at those challenges, look at those things and say, hmm, that didn't work. But maybe if I change this or now I know that this isn't going to work, I need to just tweak that. When you look at that as a lesson and what I say to my mentoring class clients is you look back to learn, you take the lessons, you take them forward, you move forward to grow. So those lessons from the back, lessons that you learn and empower in yourself will help you to move forward. And if you don't do that, if you don't do that, you're going to stagnate. So we, we all need to have challenges. We all need to learn lessons because otherwise we don't grow. Mm. Having the courage to understand that and to just grasp that and move forward is where you're going to be growing in your personal growth. Yeah, definitely. And I encourage anyone listening to this just to take a moment and I'll, like just replay that bit to let it sink in because me personally, that has been one of the biggest things in my life and that's how I've been able to move forward is to see it as not as a failure. It is all learning lessons and that has allowed me then to move forward because when you stay in that sort of past and you sit in it and I call it having a little pity party for yourself which you know sometimes we all do and I do myself but you you can't move forward if you sit there and but when like you said if you take it as a learning lesson and then that allows you to take those steps and to move forward that's the absolute growth that we need every single day in our life absolutely Absolutely. And it's it's one of the hardest lessons. It's a mindset partly. Uh, it takes courage uh, because, yeah, we all want things to work. And when things don't quite work, uh, when you don't get the clients when you want them, when a workshop, you only get one person turning up, when you might go online and no one watches your Facebook lives, and you write your book and you only sell two copies in the first week or so, I mean, it's all like, oh, my God, fathers, I'm not getting anywhere. But it's not. Mm -hmm. To me, it's it's not. When, when you look at it and think, wow, I sold two copies. That's pretty freaking awesome. I could have not sold any. Yes. Exactly. And, and you've just got to switch that little mindset. And does it work all the time? No, people, it's not going to work all the time. I am not perfect. None of us is perfect. We're all going to have downs. But it's recognising. That, okay, let me be down for a bit. But then recognising I'm going to bounce back up. It's mm. not the end of the world. Look what the positive side of it is. And, and I try very much uh, every day to look at the positive side. And, and there have been reasons and things in my life that have been challenges that have really, uh, really empowered me to do that because I, I know what it's like for life to change in one day. Mm. And that, so I know what it's like to really grab what's happening out there and and use it to change and move forward mm. yeah it's so powerful and I, you you said something that you know life is not perfect and that resonates so much with me because 
one of the biggest things is that I removed the word perfection out of my vocabulary because it is unattainable because we're always striving for something. But if you strive for that growth and change like you talked about, that is the magic spot, I feel. It's not the perfection. It's not making sure that everything is all lined up. It's just sometimes taking that, you know, step of courage like you talked about. And, you know, it's that leap of faith within yourself to be able to to make that next move and to learn and grow from it. Absolutely. It's to understand your potential. I think it's one of the biggest things that we shortchange ourselves over is that the potential we have within ourselves. Mm-hmm. And we all have those seeds of greatness. Uh, Rousseau, the uh, philosopher, stated that we all have the seeds of greatness within ourselves, but we have to nurture them for them to grow. And I, I just I just get so, oh, so upset when I see people who have so much potential mm-hmm. and they think they let fear um, but they let the lack of wanting to to move forward, to look down and just water that potential and see where it takes you. Um, when when we recognise our potential, and we understand it. We get absolutely freaking awesome, amazing results. And it's just, I get goosebumps when I think about recognising the potential and taking the courage to see where will that take me, where will it take me. And sometimes some of us, we spend so many years before we realise that and sometimes that potential can wither down to almost nothing. But it's still there and we can still take time to water it and let's see where it takes us because we all have that there, every one of us. Yeah. And do you find that, you know, when you're working with clients, sometimes it's that outside perspective for them to see it because they're not able to see sometimes their own greatness. They're not able to see their own potential and does take somebody from the outside to be able to, I guess, reignite that flame again for them to really see what is out there and what they do have to offer. Absolutely. It's one of the things, it's one of the other lessons I've learned in my life as an introvert and, and growing in business and speaking uh, is to surround yourself with like-minded people. Uh, grab mentors, people that are going to hold you accountable, people that are going to support you, people who will honestly but supportively uh, and constructively hold a mirror up for you and say, look, this is, this is you. This is how I see you. This is what we see. And this is who you could be. So here, here's the freaking push off the ledge. Grab your potential and grow. Use yeah. your wings and grow. And if you can find people like that, people who will mentor in a like-minded group, that is pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. And that's going to help you get along those challenges when things don't go right. Uh, they're going to be able to give you that support and that feedback. But most importantly, I think the support is one of them, but it's the accountability. Uh, it's the, you know, we can you can do that. If you're saying to do this, we're going to hold you accountable. And when people hold you accountable, all you find deserves to get there. You really do. Yes, no, definitely. I'm a big believer in having a mentor. I have one myself and, you know, it's exactly what it is. It is more the accountability side, but they just give you that extra push just to go that little bit further. I wanted to ask you, by what you were just saying before, but have you had moments still where you realise this sort of 
untouched potential that you've even had within yourself and you're like going wow I never knew that was there and you know something might have happened in your life and it's just gotten that sort of drive even more to sort of take it to the next level oh look yes there's been moments at every pretty well none of the main pivot points in my life have been moments like that I think one of the biggest ones was about four years ago uh when I had this mindset, I couldn't write. Couldn't write. Uh, I, I was okay doing the blogs, uh, you know, and I had did the blogs and I was able to write my workshops and do all that. But, I, you know, I wasn't the writing person when it came to books. I did my first book with my then business partner and, and we, we did that and we did it a sneaky way. But I just didn't think I had, I, I was a writer or an author until, so, I got asked to do a chapter for a book in America. And I said, no. Girl, I'm not a writer. I've taken years to learn how to speak, uh, years to be able to, you know, get myself in confidence and believe in myself. There must have been a little bit that didn't <laughs> because I thought, I can't write. And then they came back and asked me again. And it was then I sort of sat back and I was thinking, oh. And I realised that I'm talking to people about getting known being seen. I'm asking people to recognise their potential. I'm asking people to grow. And here I am, throttling down what could be potential that I haven't even looked at or recognised because of a fear, because of a mindset. So I thought to myself, gave myself a kick up the backside and said, you need to do what you, you need to do what you say, you need to walk your talk. Anyway, I thought, I'll do it. And no one's going to read it anyway because it's a chapter in a book in America, so it doesn't matter if I don't do well. That was a big mistake because people in Australia read it. But it also turned out to be one of the best things I ever did and how I really absolutely believe that when you own your potential and water it, amazingly awesome things come from it because just by doing that chapter, I tore down that wall of that mindset that I couldn't write. And in the last four years, I've done 15 books, which I've co-authored, been a contributing author to, or have authored, and more. And I've discovered that I love writing. But more than anything, I've discovered that by doing my chapters and books, by writing my, with others, by doing my own books, I am allowing my audience to find me. I am making it easy for them to find me. And I am not being selfish because of, of letting fear stop you from sharing your message, letting fear stop you from moving out there. It's selfish because one person could read a chapter of my book. One person could read some words in my book or listen to something I say. And that could be what they need, just that little need to change something in their life. And if I let fear stop me, if I don't step into the potential that I could possibly have in that area, then I have stopped that person from finding their potential, from stepping into what they need to do. So that was a, a big moment for me, an aha moment. That, and there's about two or three others. But that one was one that, that has allowed me to share my message to uh, have a point where I encourage others to leave a legacy. We've all got books inside us and we've all got the opportunity and potential to write and we need to water that and share it. 
I love that so much. I just, I got goosebumps actually listening to you because, you know, it's, you know, from a lot of the things that for me to get over that sort of fear and insecurity, I sort of say, I'm coming from a place of service. How can I serve my clients better? So instead of talking about it's me, it's actually sharing with them. And I feel that there's so many people, you know, that have all this potential, but again, we, we come back to self instead of sharing it with others. And like you just said, like there's somebody there wanting and needing to hear your message right now. And if you don't share it, they're not going to be able to hear it. And, you know, you've got the opportunity to change lives. And that's what I love what you do because, you know, you're learning and you're speaking from truth, you're speaking from what you've learned yourself and now helping and teaching others, which I, I just adore and I love so much. So. <laughs> so the other thing I wanted to ask you is that, you know, you, you spoke about before talking about protecting your energy, especially, you know, being an introvert yourself. And I know we're not wanting to put the label on it, but what are some of the things that you've learned how to protect your energy, especially when you've had to put yourself out there, you're, you know, exposed to multiple different people, or you could be in a room full of different people. How do you come back to sort of, I guess, sort of secure that energy yourself and come back to your sense of self? It's, as I said, uh, mentioned briefly, was it's knowing your strengths. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's embracing change. Because being an introvert, when you step out, that's change. You need to embrace that change, that uh, that change that says, I can step out and, and shine that spotlight. Uh, I can move into a room where there's loads of people. But let me, I'll let you into a secret. I still hate walking into new network meetings. I, 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 it's like I do have to take 60 seconds of insane courage when I walk into places where I don't know anybody. Uh, you. You mentioned that meeting that we went to, the face-to-face. Do you know how absolutely adoring I was of you? Because I knew someone to walk into that meeting. <laughs> and you might not have known it, but that's, that was me. So it's embracing change. It's knowing your strengths. It's uh, taking responsibility for your action. Uh, if I want to walk my talk, if I want to let people know who I am. I have to take responsibility for who I am. And that means I need to take responsibility and ownership for taking on any strategies or techniques that I can that allow me to be able to connect with the people when I need to connect them. And that's knowing how to start a conversation. You know, for introverts, the easiest thing is to ask a question and then listen. (laughs) Because they're really great listeners. So... If you ask a couple, I like to have a few questions up my sleeve, things like I like to know about other people. So if I ask them about what they do uh, and ask them and encourage them to talk to me about what they're thinking about where we are, they'll start speaking and then I can listen and then I can usually find something out of that that will allow me to continue to start that conversation. So it's thinking about things like that. It's making sure and with, and Understanding that you're not the only introvert in that room. The odds are there are a whole lot of other people in that room that are just as much in anxiety, 
hateful anxiety, sitting in a corner, thinking, why am I here? And wrote someone, please talk to me. So knowing that it's not about me again, it's the fact that if I take my courage, use the strategies and techniques, because I know who I am and I take responsibility, I know my strengths, uh, and approach them, I'm probably throwing them the biggest lifeline they've ever had because that means they can take a deep breath and respond and we can have a conversation. So I guess that's, that's how I do it. It's not easy. I know that before I move in there, I've got to take two or three deep breaths. I've really got to center myself. But because I know myself, because I have learned to embrace change and because I know by stepping out and doing things like that, by stepping up and speaking, by taking opportunities, things like this, uh, opportunities to do, let me show you an opportunity, for example, that, that sort of ex- a little story that explains what happens when you do that. And because I know that's what happens, that's why I push myself and put myself forward all the time. Because people say to me, why do you do that? You know that that can be, you know, that it's not where you're fallback. And I think because of this, for example, I put myself forward to speak on an online summit. Now, for an introvert, that's not so bad because online's pretty good. There's not a lot of people around. You just sit here and talk. So an online summit was pretty good. So I, I put myself forward to do that. Out of that came an absolute serendipity opportunity because the person that I who organized the summit approached me and said, would you be in a book? We're going to, all these great people that put their things online, I want to do this book called The Power of Why. Would you share why you're in business? And I thought, okay, I'll do that. Um, I hadn't intended to do any more compilation books this year because I was working on my own, but it was an opportunity. And I thought, wow, I'll do that. Now, that was an awesome opportunity because I learned an awful lot from that opportunity. From the time of concept when that person approached me, and 22 others, 23 of us in the book, to when that book went up onto Amazon for pre-sale. In that time, 23 authors got together. We all put in our chapters and wrote them. We all contributed weekly to meetings. The title was decided upon. The cover was done. The editing was done. We all had a global contribution because there were people from Switzerland, England, Scotland, from Canada, America, India, Jamaica, Australia, global. So how how awesome is that just to have a global lot of people? But that was all done in two weeks. Wow. Two weeks, which is phenomenal for a book. And that has given me a lesson on what can be done when you have a group of focused people on a goal that they want to achieve who leave egos behind and are there to help and contribute and add their bits because everybody added something. Some had written before, some hadn't. Some were good at new, good editors. Some were good at this. It came a cohesiveness. And I think that, to me, is an example of what you do when you take responsibility for yourself, when you know yourself, when you embrace change, when you grab opportunities, you never know where they're going to come and you never know what other lessons and 
growth that can come from that. And, and that's a story I like to share because I think that really, really just gives you an idea in that story of what you can do yourself when you understand your potential and open yourself up to it. Mm, I love that story so much because, you know, you could have easily said no and hide away, but from one opportunity, another opportunity, and then potentially multiple other opportunities are going to come your way because... Three podcasts that have come out of that. Wow. And things like that. It's just... It's growing. So, yeah. As an introvert, it's not easy. And uh, But knowing yourself and knowing and, and knowing your limits, as I said, mm. knowing your strengths and knowing your limits, I know when all I'm going to do, if it's getting overwhelmed, then people can tell because I'll get quiet. <laughs> when, when I'm getting really overwhelmed, I'll just step back a bit and I'll get really quiet. But what I'll do then is, is that quietness, I can use that even in an, a full room. I can step back and just take that quietness. In, in, I might step back in the corner. I might just be, I might look like I'm zoned out a bit. But that even just gives me that time to take a deep breath and think, okay, here I am. I'm here and I'm in the moment and there are opportunities here. Yeah. And then I can come back out again. Yeah. And I think just, you know, what you said is very powerful is when you know your own strengths and you know that time where you just do need to take moments. You need to just sort of, I say, reset, realign, refocus, like come back to yourself. So then you can then move forward and take that other leap of faith or, you know, that other step of courage like you talk about. So it's a very, I feel that that's one of the really powerful things. Like if people get out of that, that it's okay just to take that moment, to take that step back um, and regroup. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, You don't have to be. Perfect. I'm telling you, this is what we were talking. We don't have to be perfect. We do not have to be outgoing all the time. Yeah. And and for extroverts who are watching, you don't have to be connecting all the time. It's okay if you yeah. do step back. It's okay to pull in your energy a bit mm-hmm. and let others have a go. Because yeah. when you do that as an extrovert, you are going to get to know more people and you give them a chance. And extroverts have a tendency to overwhelm. So it's okay for them to do that too. And then it's okay for them to know that they've got to shine. Yep. We all have, we all are part of a puzzle. And we all have great things and things that we don't. And, and when we all mesh together, and that's why I say that that story of the book was, was so powerful because everybody had different, different things. And we all allowed ourselves to mesh to share to understand that sometimes we weren't good at this and some weren't good at that but together yeah we could do more and uh, knowing your strengths and your potential and taking responsibility for your actions and how you react because I know when I'm tired I get snappy so I know when I start to get snappy I know okay I have to take responsibility it's not them it's me because the only person who has absolute control over your attitude and how you react and respond to things is you. Mm. You need to know that. Uh, and that's all part of it's all part of where I come from and, and the things I've learned. And have those lessons been easy? Some of them have not. Some have been really steeped in family tragedy and really bad things. But even from the bad things, mm. something good comes because 
it, it takes you somewhere. Mm. And if you open yourself up to that, then as a person, you grow. And am I finished growing? Oh, heck no. I grow every minute of the day. I grow every time I meet somebody, there's growth. And, and that's the courage of being an introvert, stepping out, because it allows me to grow. Oh, there's so much there. Like I, I'm, I'm just like going, okay, I have to replay that myself um, afterwards because, you know, I, I, okay, I'm just going to take a moment myself because there's a couple of things that you just said in there that I just adore. You know, you learn every single day and I believe that for you to become a great leader, and it doesn't mean that you have to, you know, rule the world, but it's a leader in your own life, is you constantly are learning. You're learning about others, but you're learning about yourself. And, you know, again, that's your growth that you talk about. And, you know, you said, you know, about taking that ownership. And that's one of the big things that I've had to learn my own self is, I had to own my own story because it was my choices, my decisions, my actions that had led me to where I was. And for me to be able to change where I wanted to go, I needed to take that ownership because it was nobody else's responsibility, nobody else's fault. It was my choices and my actions. And from that, when you take that ownership, that gives you the sense of power back to yourself for you then to move forward with your life a lot easier. Absolutely, because one of the things, the biggest things about that we have is a fear. We fear change. A lot of people fear speaking. Uh, we fear being a tall poppy. We fear that uh, people will find out that we're a fraud because we don't know everything. But that mostly it's, it's fear of loss of control. Mm. And when, because all of those take us out of control. And a lot of people don't like being out of control because if they're in control, they don't know what's going to happen. Mm. And it's when you understand your fears and know what's triggering them, know what's causing them, it gives you control. When you understand that you are the person who is in control of what you do, when you, when you know that you are the only person that can change what you do, you are the only person that can change and how respond to things, then that gives you control back to you. You now have control of you. When you've got control of you, then it makes everything else easier to handle mm. because you control how you respond, you control uh, what your actions are going to be. Mm. And that gives you a really great, important leverage in being able to respond to other people respond to situations, respond to change, respond to opportunities. Mm. Yes. That's all I all I can just say is yes to all of that. Um, I'm living proof that when you do it, um, it just will change your life completely. Um, and, you know, that whole ownership part of it, you know, I, you know, I have my own fears. I have my own insecurities myself. We all do. And, you know, it is just that sort of learning process of, you know, knowing what I can control and I can control my thoughts. I can control my actions. I can control my behavior. So knowing that, then it allows me to 
show up for myself as well. As we sort of wrap up, I wanted to, I'm trying to think of a question that I can ask everybody now to sort of end, you know, the show. And I would like to ask you, in the last week, what has been one of your biggest learning lessons for yourself? Last week, gosh, I can't even think what's happened this last week. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> busy. <laughs> I guess one of the things that I have learned in this last week is that I should, and I'm a work in progress. So even I have times when I step back and I second guess myself. And I think one of the things I've learned was to, to have ownership of my own expertise, that it's okay for me to be centered in my own expertise, to be centered in my own experiences and knowledge uh, because I was part of a group this last week and it was a group that I sort of fell into and I discovered it was something that I do anyway it was something that I've been doing for the last two years and that I and it was all about what I teach and what I do and I thought oh and I held back because I felt I shouldn't share what I was doing because I didn't want to impinge on this group and what, what I learned out of that was I was actually shortchanging the people in the group because I had a conversation with the person who was running the group uh, just finished and I, was, I had a conversation so I was giving feedback and she said, why did you do that? Why? And I said to her and I explained, she said, wow, Trish, these, these things are things everybody needs to know. Um, can you please just pop them in there? And she said, I understand where you're coming from. But you need, they would all love to know these things. So I did. And it made me realise that there is a fine line. I can still give my expertise. I can still give my knowledge because if I don't, then I'm shortchanging people around. I just have to be aware how I do it. But, I, but to not do it is not right. Mm. So I learned that there's a nice fine line and I can still step up. And one of the things I learned was that if I'm unsure, have a communication because we had a conversation outside of the whole group because I wanted to talk to her and she wanted to talk to me about what was happening and I had to chat with her. And I thought there are ways that instead of doing something in the group which may have put her off, we took our conversation out so I could say to her, well, this is why I'm doing this, this is why I feel like this because I've got all this expertise and I didn't want to step on your toes. And she said, well, thank you for understanding that. I understand where you're coming from. But really, Trish, can you do that for me? Because what you've got to say is going to be awesome for the group. So that's sort of where I learned that, as I said, I'm a work in progress. And uh, we all should own our expertise. Do not shortchange ourselves. Uh, do not shortchange the people around us. There are ways to do it, and you do it nicely and supportively. But you should still show up. Thank you. I'll, that. That's amazing to, you know, to still be learning those lessons and, you know, to even be able to apply it. And I think that that happens to so many of us that we stay quiet, um, but we forget our own expertise and how much more it can help other people. Um, so I just want to say thank you so much. Thank you for being here today. Thank you for being part of the magazine. I am so excited to get that out, to share that with everybody. Your story is amazing. I 
I do adore you. I admire you so much. So thank you so much for everything that you do. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'm absolutely delighted to be part of such an awesome magazine. And thank you for the opportunity to be able to share some of my passions and some of my thoughts with everyone. Uh, you're most welcome. I am going to put all of your details below. We will put the links that you can be able to reach out to Trish. Make sure that if you really want to, you know, be visible in business, go and take a look because that is definitely the expert that you need to be working with. So thank you so much, lovely, for joining me today. Thank you. I just want to thank everyone for joining me for this episode of the Corporate Escapist TV show. Again, I'm your host, Christine Innes, and just make sure you find your passion in life and live it to the fullest every single day. Love and light to you all.